Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. Another tough, heartbreaking loss for Virginia football. Chris Graham here on the podcast. Virginia dominated the line of scrimmage, but a Tony Musket third quarter pick six was crucial. As Miami, despite being outplayed by the 19-point road dogs, that's Virginia two straight weeks playing great on the road against the top-flight ACC team, but Miami rallied to win 29-26 in overtime on Saturday. Virginia uh, at 2-6, and 1-3 ACC, led most of the way, actually, in this one. Uh, played again, just like last week at North Carolina, played like the, the dominant team. Um, I look at the postgame stats, will get your head scratching, wondering what the heck happened here. Virginia outgained Miami 377-266, had a nine-minute advantage in time of possession, ran 83 plays to Miami's 56. Even won the turnover battle two to one, but that one turnover was a pick six. And Miami scored as a result twice in a seven second span of the third quarter. One was a, a highlight reel 26 yard TD run by AJ Allen, on which Allen uh, leapfrogged Jonas Sanker at the UVA 15 and continued into the end zone. It's actually a play that led to Allen uh, having to leave the game with an injury. He uh, hurt, an hamst- hurt his hamstring as he. Landed after the leapfrog, continued in the end zone, but it was was not a, a go after that. On the next play from scrimmage after that play, then Virginia uh, quarterback Musket, I mentioned, through the pick six, a 29-yard return by Kane's defensive back Cameron Kitchens. And that flurry turned what had been a Virginia 10-3 lead into a 17-10 Miami lead. But credit to Virginia, they came back. 15-play, 69-yard drive, 23-yard Will Betridge field goal made it 17-13. Under four minutes to go in the third quarter. And then after uh, a UVA interception, Cam Robinson, that guy's a dude, by the way. He reminds me a lot of Noah Taylor, big guy who can rush the quarterback and also drop back in coverage at linebacker. Virginia went 49 yards on six plays and got in the end zone on a 10-yard TD run by Mike Collins, his second of the game, fifth in the last two weeks. That put Virginia up 2017 at the end of three. The team's kind of traded field goals in the fourth quarter. Two long ones by Andres Borigales, uh, 50 and 48 yards. The last one with 123 to play, sandwiched around another Betridge short field goal. And the short field goals were a part of this game that was the reason Virginia came up on the short end. Five trips to the red zone, four field goals for Virginia. Um, game went to overtime after that 48-yarder. Um, and Virginia in the overtime had the ball first. Uh, unable to get a first down, another short Betridge field goal, put Virginia on top. Miami got the ball, Mark Fletcher, three carries. They kept it conservative. They, knowing you know, Miami, Mario Cristobal, knowing that all they needed to do was score a touchdown to win the game, uh, ran the ball three times, nine yards, five yards, and 11 yards for Fletcher on the game-winning score. Um, refs missed the holding call right in front of uh, the, the play that sprung him for that big gainer, and – Unfortunately, that's just what happens sometimes. Game notes, Virginia's now lost four games this season by three points or fewer. Musket, aside from the pick six, had nice counting numbers, 24-38 through the air, 239, 110.7 passer rating. He was sacked six times, but uh, I will say this is uh, – and we've seen this a lot this season. Don't blame all those sacks on Musket on the O-line. Uh, we'll note more tomorrow when I get a chance to pour through the – pro football focused numbers, but it just watching it live, it looked like Musket was holding on the ball a tick too long uh, on some of those. Um, and uh, that allowed the, the, the Miami front to, to get to him. 
Malik Washington was good, uh, a beast again, another 100-yard game. His sixth of the season, 12 catches on 15 targets, 152 yards, 97 yards after the catch. His sixth game of the season, 100-plus, and uh, he had a seventh game where he missed 100 by three yards, 97 yards in the loss to Maryland. Malachi Field, seven catches, seven targets, 67 yards, kept the chains moving. Virginia ran for 138, which might not sound like a lot, the last two games over 200. But uh, and after accounting for sack yardage, 168 yards on 39 attempts. And this is against the Miami defense that was first in the ECC coming in and seventh in the country, allowing just 79.6 yards per game. So Virginia was able to move the chains with the with the running game a lot in this one. Uh, on the defensive end, is our defensive side as far as uh, game notes, Cam Robinson, nine tackles, INT that led to points. I mentioned he reminds me a lot of Noah Taylor, uh, whose name we otherwise don't mention very much since he transferred to Carolina for his last year. But a tall linebacker who can drop back in space uh, and defend in coverage. Also, he makes tackles in uh, in the run game. He has the ability to rush the passer. This Robinson kid's special. Jonas Sanker had nine tackles, the one missed one that led to the touchdown, but also recorded two pass breakups. And the secondary was solid again. Miami's quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, was 20 of 30 for 163 yards and two INTs. And uh, modest or not even very good for the, on the college scale, 99.0 passer rating. The college scale is inflated like crazy. Um, the key sequence in this one, if you ask me, I mean, gosh, I mentioned the four field goals in the red zone. I mentioned the pick six. It was also the odd sequence in the, the first half. Virginia's up 10-3. Uh, trying to play the four-minute offense where you can run some clock. Got the ball back after a Miami field goal. I think it was about 4.20-ish to go. In the first half, uh, got a couple first downs, got the clock moving so that Miami wouldn't get the ball back with any chance to do anything. Virginia was going to get the opening kickoff of the second half. So if Virginia could run clock out first, at least they would preserve the lead. The Cavs would preserve the lead going into halftime, but then got the ball to midfield after getting a first down on a third and short. So with 101 to go, ball at midfield, all your timeouts in play, or chance it was a chance there to do something, get a couple more first downs, get Will Betridge in the field goal range, and maybe go up two scores and then get the ball to start the second half. But instead, Virginia coach Tony Elliott, his offensive coordinator, Des Kitchings, went very conservative, ran the ball on first down, uh, a, a run that actually lost some yardage, then uh, let the clock run for 20 seconds before the next snap. Uh, which uh, was a, a play call that was a pass, but uh, was what led to a Tony Musket sack. Um, and then let the clock run down from there all the way down. Uh, a, there was a third down play that was essentially just going to be a Hail Mary. Uh, Musket uh, was trying to buy some time to get that Hail Mary pass off, did not did not do so, got sacked again. And so um, wasted opportunity there, to say the least. Not that you're not, you're not guaranteed, obviously, to get anything there, but a wasted opportunity. I mentioned the game came down on the bottom line part of this. Came down, the game came down to two things, four field goals on the red zone trips and the pick six. Um, otherwise, this game played like a, th- a double-digit EVA win. Just put it, just putting it bluntly, um, and it, it turned into another close loss. That's a sign that there's still something wrong in terms of the attention to detail. Uh, not only was this the fourth loss by three or fewer points, it was also the fourth loss in a game that Virginia led by double digits. That's hard to figure, but the double-digit lead against uh, JMU in the fourth quarter in a one-point loss, double-digit lead early in the Maryland game, and what turned into a 42-14 loss. The score was no indication of how close that game was um, most of the way. Then uh, the double-digit lead, 21-7 lead at halftime uh, against Boston College, lost that game 27-24, and then this one here 
up 10 nothing in the second quarter uh and and losing this one so uh what those two trends together seems to suggest um there's a, there's enough there in terms of talent which uh, you know I would not have said before the season but there's enough there in terms of talent there's enough there's enough there in terms of it seems like game planning putting the guys in the right place get those two score leads and and to play these close games against good opponents but there's still something missing. It's either in preparation during the week, game day management, maybe combination of both. It snatches defeat from the jaws of victory. That's basically saying they're close, but still have work to do. So that's the sum of uh, you know where things stand. Again, the final score: Miami twenty-nine, Virginia twenty-six. Virginia falls to two and six on the season. Next week, come back home for the first time in a while, hosting uh, Georgia Tech. And we'll see how that one goes. We have a lot of coverage on Augusta Free Press. There's a story, as as I'm speaking here, uh, already on the site. Uh, Scott German with a column. We'll have more coming tomorrow with thoughts from Coach Tony Elliott. Uh, also, uh, inside the numbers, a little bit more uh, detail there. Uh, and then the uh, gray, the, the, the report card coming up. Uh, it'll probably be on Monday. And so we'll have a lot more detail coming up here in the next couple of days. If you have anything for me, UVA football, UVA basketball, anything, please email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.